El futuro tiene nada más que la confrontación. Hey, welcome to Unpopular Opinion. I'm your host, Adam Todd Brown. I used to write a bunch of weekly columns for a bunch of internet places, and I would use those columns to put forth all sorts of crazy opinions. Then, I would come on this show to defend those opinions, but now, I don't do anything at all. Joining me today, she is a fantastic comedian who is also my co-host on an Unpops Network podcast called Trend Pony, which you can hear on the Unpops Patreon and or Supercast. Ladies and gentlemen, Jen Scott. Also joining me, he is my co-host on another Unpops Network podcast called Unpops Music. We just kicked off a new season. It's about Steve Earle. You can hear that on the Unpops Network Patreon or Supercast also. He's also the host of another Unpops Network on Cool School. Ladies and gentlemen, Andy Sell. It's going to be a great show. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Unpopular Opinion. I'm your host, Adam Todd Brown. Joining me as co-host this week, ooh, my favorite co-host of all, no co-host. But I do got a couple of guests, case in point, Andy Sell is here. Hi. Hi, Andy. Adam. Andy. (laughs) Andy is my co-host on the Unpops Music Podcast. A new season just kicked off about musician Steve Earle and it's a fun one already and it's it's going to get crazier. <laughs> so uh subscribe to Unpops if you want to hear that. Speaking of subscribing to Unpops if you want to hear people, Jen Scott, my trend pony co-host is joining us today also. Hello. Hi. Hi. How's it going? Hi. It's going good. How are you? I am fantastic. Fuck y'all. Fuck y'all. So we're doing a thing today. We do this every year, but normally we do it earlier in the year. But because of COVID, who was even sure movies were ever going to come back? But movies are back, baby. At least until the Delta variant shuts movie theaters down again. But we're talking about a summer movie preview is what we're doing today. I mean, the summer is halfway over, but (laughs) the rest of the summer, and some of these movies go into later in the year, but we're just talking about movies that are coming out that uh, we're excited (laughs) about. You know how that kind of thing goes, people at home. Especially if you listen to Trend Pony. (laughs) Yeah, that's what we do on Trend Pony. We talk about uh, things that are coming out that we're excited about or things that are out that we're excited about. And that's or things what... that we hate. <laughs> yeah, last episode was mostly things we hate. But uh this time we this... don't even know if we hate it. Yeah, this time it's all just we're we're just guessing. So, should we get into these movies? We got a lot. I don't think we're yeah. going to get through them all. But uh I'd be shocked. I I want to start with the first one on my list, which is M Night Shyamalan's old andy's already shaking his head what's what's your problem Aid? i mean i think i think you know i, I don't think anybody that i can't stand M. Night, M. Night Shyamalan. i think he's a terrible <laughs> filmmaker i don't like pretty much anything he's ever done um 
And I don't. I, I this movie just does not look interesting to me in in any way. Oh, I think it looks very interesting, but it also looks like M Night Shyamalan has a lot of movies under his belt that looked very interesting in the trailer, and yeah. then you get to the movie and it's not. And I feel well, that, like this is one that has the potential to have a very stupid twist. That yeah, that's what I'm saying. Is that like it looks? You can almost see you know knowing Shyamalan's work. And knowing how the advertisements for him, his films usually go, you can kind of there's a gauge you can use. There's a there's a, there's like a, a rubric, I guess, where it's like this one looks like a bad twist. This one looks like a really dumb reveal in the third act is coming. Yeah, I can't guess what it would be, but also I didn't understand or get from the trailer the thing that you put in the notes which is that the children rate like age a year every hour oh i i think i just saw that in okay because i was like i did not gather that (laughs) well you get that i mean you can tell from the trailer that people are aging I just only understood that there was aging because it's called old. I didn't recognize <laughs> one person from the other in the trailer at all. Oh, well, I there, saw at the, all. There are I saw, there are clearly scenes where moms are like, <laughs> "Son, you're 17 now, and you were four a couple minutes ago." Wow. <laughs> wow. I guess I just really wasn't paying attention. That's how boring I felt the trailer was. I was like, it was so like cut so choppy i was yeah. like i don't know i don't know what's going on i know that people are getting older but i don't know how <laughs> it seems like there's a pregnancy thing going on for some reason i don't know let's let's keep moving That's... yeah i i want to know a, i want to know <laughs> you what's just going give on. birth to a full-grown adult because of this <laughs> island <laughs> i mean i hope if that happens in the movie i'm gonna like it i think oh 100 <laughs> that would be ideal I yeah. I personally feel like M Night Shyamalan has been on a little bit of a roll lately. I liked Split. I liked Glass. I liked The Visit, which I know was a long time ago, but I still liked it. I don't know. I hated Glass. I I didn't really care for Split. Again, I don't think I've ever really truly like hey. loved an M Night Shyamalan movie. No, uh, really. Even the even the two that I think even Unbreakable and Sixth Sense, which I think are his two best. Yeah, I think they're just kind of mediocre. I don't think they're exceptional movies, really, and I I find them kind of boring. I I just think I don't like him. I don't like anything he's done. I don't like the fact that he put out a fucking memoir when he was thirty six. That's so pretentious. Yeah, and I don't like that. There's this new thing on Twitter. Just today on Twitter, I was like seeing this thread of like, you know, who else was treated unfairly by the media in the mid aughts? Definitely trying to like pull a Britney Spears uh, reference there. M. Night Shyamalan. Yeah. It's like, okay, I'm sorry. No, fuck you. No. Bad reviews do not equal unfair treatment. He made no. some very can't compare the two. Not bad comparable movies. at all. Yeah. I mean, the dude was getting like major budgets from major studios to make high profile movies. He was not treated unfairly. And Britney Spears was not allowed to see her children. <laughs> yeah, kind of a difference there. Kind of a difference. Oh, no. M. Night Shyamalan. Uh, no one wants him to. Nobody liked his Avatar movie. He must be. It must be uh, whatever. Bigotry against. I don't know. It's. Yeah. I, I think he's a bad filmmaker. And the, I don't. The, I don't like this. This renaissance thing for him now. The only sort of valid movie he made during that period when he was just cranking out terrible movies was Devil. And then he just produced that. Yeah, he didn't even direct that. And yeah. that, I, I actually do that. like Devil. I do like yeah, Devil. Yeah, I like Devil a lot. 
Haven't seen it. I remember when Devil first came out, there was this viral video going around of a movie theater full of people watching that trailer. And then at the end, it says, from M. Night Shyamalan. And the whole crowd goes, oh. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Because by then, everyone had caught on to his whole thing. And it's like, that doesn't, I don't know. If you can, you can like M. Night Shyamalan movies. I don't care what people's opinions are of of him. Like, I'm not going to tell everyone they're wrong for liking his stuff. I just, I don't like it. I've never liked anything. His struggle isn't real. (laughs) Yeah. And uh, yeah, exactly. This like trying to make him out to some kind of like media martyr is just ridiculous. Yeah. That's so stupid. Just because people said that his movies were dumb. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, I get, like, people mispronouncing his last name on purpose. Yeah, that's shitty. That's stupid. Yeah, that's that's, that's, that's xenophobic and and arguably racist. But, like, that's not the same. You know, I just, whatever. No, it is not the same. Like, the mistreatment. Yeah. It's not mistreatment because people think he he doesn't know how to end end a movie correctly. Also... Leave the beach. (laughs) (laughs) They can't. They're stranded, Jen. Have you never been stranded on a beach? Swim. No. (laughs) Swim off. Swim Swim out of there. All right. Let's talk about the Suicide Squad. Anyone excited about this? This is a sequel, apparently, even though it has the exact same (laughs) title as the original. Directed by James Gunn. I didn't hate the last Suicide Squad. No, it was fun, but the name was the bad. Birds, Harley Quinn, Birds of Prey slash the Miseducation of Harley Quinn, or whatever the hell they called it. Yeah, way too long of a name. Yeah, I mean they changed the title after they released it. No, too. I meant the Suicide Suicide Squad, which was oh, a mo- a movie. Yeah, well then they did. The and then they Quinn did Harley Quinn. Yeah, was like a spinoff. I hated. The, I didn't finish the last Suicide Squad movie. I got twenty minutes into it and turned it I off. Don't remember it. But also had Will Smith in it. Yeah. Okay. Definitely didn't see it. Would have remembered that. (laughs) I hate how excited I am for this. I I don't want to be excited for it, but it looks really good. I'm going to watch it. I'm not excited for it, but I'll I'll watch it. They're fun. I bet you that the music choice is going to be bad again like it was in the Harley Quinn movie. But you know what? Fine. I don't know because it's Gunn doing it. So I imagine it's going to be... More like Guardians of the Galaxy, as far as that like, would be cool. The, the music incorporation and the music they used in the trailer is is really this, the second trailer at least is really good. Uh, I like the cast; it's got a great cast. Gunn clearly knows how to balance the like superhero ensemble stuff with the like dark humor stuff, and DC giving him a little bit more freedom than Marvel did probably is I think going to pay off here. I like the fact that Starro is in it. I like that King Shark is in it. I am looking forward to this. I think it will be fun. Yeah. I'll definitely watch it. And I'll probably go see it in theaters. Because this is one that is also premiering on HBO Max. Which, I know that is a controversial thing, but I fucking love it. I love it also. I'll tell you the last, like, four or five movies I saw on HBO Max that were through that that release schedule... I would not have gone to a theater to see them, even if there weren't COVID. The Conjuring 3. I watched that on HBO Max, and I'm so glad I didn't burn an AMC A-list reservation on that shit. I cannot talk about 
anything regarding the conjuring because i that's all i will talk about for the next I half know. hour same same i hate <laughs> I it so hate much the warrens i think james wan is irresponsible i think the studio is irresponsible <laughs> irresponsible like that movie fucking sucks. It's His movies bad. are all bad. He's a bad filmmaker. Yes. He is highly overrated. My yeah. God. It's really frustrating to watch when people just are bad at stuff and keep yeah. getting And they just the keep failing upward. Yeah. Well, that's yep. that whole, his whole crew too. Lin, Lee Wanell, it's the same. They're all, they're, none of them are good at what they do. They're just film school nerds that, you know, knew what cameras to use. <laughs> like they probably all had like, you know, a close encounter and a Scarface poster up in their dorm room. Like, Who does he I, think he is? M. Night Shyamalan? <laughs> hey Andy, do you want to talk sorry. about a movie? I'm sorry. Uh like no. one of one of these ones or no, one of one, of one of yours that you you added like eight movies. <sighs> okay, I added a handful. You know what? Unless you just want to <laughs> end out the podcast talking about yours. No, 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 no. We'll go. I'm going to start I'll say uh The Nighthouse. The Nighthouse, David Bruckner, the new film from David Bruckner who I like some of his films, I don't like some others. But I think he knows what he's doing. Uh, I'm not a huge fan of the writers of this, but it looks good. It looks good. Like Rebecca Hall is in it, and I liked her in The Awakening, and I liked her in Kong versus Godzilla. I like Rebecca I Hall in general. Yeah, and the the story looks kind of creepy pasta esque. It looks like a story yeah. from like the No Sleep podcast or something. And I really, I think it looks great. Um, either way, it looks interesting. Like there's definitely a chance that I'll walk out of it being like, oh, that was boring and a waste of time. But I don't know. I, I'm I'm just I'm happy to go see a contemporary spooky kind of ghost story adjacent haunted house yarn in a theater. You know that looks interesting to me. Isn't there a VHS segment very similar to this? It's in some anthology horror movie where a guy is basically so, trying to build a machine. That will let yeah. him go into an alternate version of his own reality. So that's in that's the Nacho Vidal segment in uh, Nacho Vidal, right? Is that his name? Am I an idiot? You're I an feel idiot. Like that's a porn star name. <laughs> <laughs> it, Nacho, goddamn it! What Nacho movie is Cerda? it? In? Nacho Cerda? No, no, that's the guy that did Aftermath. Um, Jesus Christ! Aftermath? Aftermath just got brought up in this. <laughs> What what movie is it in? Just tell me what it's movie it's in. VHS it's... viral. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. It's yeah. the second segment. It's the guy that did Time Crimes. That part's not super important. I know, but this, this is what I do. This I do is this the whole... moment in every podcast that really frustrates me because people are so bad at Googling. Can, can you just have 14 years of internet research experience like I do? Come on! I'm normally pretty good at this stuff beforehand. I just didn't do it right this time. So it's Nacho Vigalando who okay. did Time Crimes, and it's his segment in VHS Viral, and I really love that. I think VHS Viral is the best of the VHS movies. I, I love all the VHS movies, opinion. yeah. Oh, he said it. But I, <laughs> I, really, yeah, I really like that segment, and yeah, it is kind of similar. It looks a little similar to that. Yeah, because this guy's like building a version of his house that is his house, but in reverse. And the wife at, <gasps> one, at one point in the trailer walks in and sees herself sleeping on the couch. Very strange. I like all that. Yeah, yeah. It looks it looks creepy, and it looks like you know there's going to be some kind of a twist reveal here too, probably. But we'll see. We'll see. How about respect? Aretha Franklin biopic starring Jennifer Hudson. 
There was just an Aretha Franklin series called Genius that starred Cynthia Erivo. Mm-hmm. I have not seen either. This is the kind of movie that I'll watch the trailer and say it looks good, and then it's going to take me like six years yeah. to <laughs> yeah, see it. Yeah, absolutely. This is one of those movies that it's like, I, I'll see it eventually, I'm sure. I'm sure I it'll be playing not. somewhere remember to watch this i will not remember to watch this my problem with aretha franklin is (laughs) whoa i know but here we go it's not it's not racist don't worry (laughs) she's she reminds me of someone like joe satriani who is one of the premier guitar players in the world but his music just doesn't do it for me and Aretha Franklin is one of the greatest singers of all time, but I really could not give less of a shit about her music, Did which you... I don't, I don't know. I mean, I'm sure that's an unpopular opinion. Oh, he said it. <laughs> oh no. But I just, it just doesn't, her music doesn't do it for me. I respect what she does. She's, she's great, but I've just like, I don't have a favorite Aretha Franklin song or album. So, and I also don't like that this trailer kind of makes it seem like she wrote the song Respect. That's yeah, a, that's an Otis she, Redding song. I also, I just feel like every biopic is the fucking same. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's the thing for me is it's like, it doesn't matter, especially music biopics, especially yeah, music like, biopics. Whatever. It's just like. These people did not all have the same life. Why are you trying to make it seem like they did? <laughs> like, I, yeah, I like the James Brown one. I like the Johnny Cash one, I guess, kind of. Uh, the Ray Charles I, one is okay. I, I like All of the, these music biopics, yeah, they all feel the same. They all feel the same. The trailers even feel the same. And I'm like, these yeah. are different people that definitely had different life experiences. And y'all are just like, and then the record label said no. <laughs> well, that's, that's it. They they found a style, right? They found a style yeah. of telling these kind of protracted life stories in an hour and a half or two hour window they find this style, this format that works, and they just keep repeating it. And every now and then, like with something like Rocket Man, someone tries to do something different. And I liked Rocket Man, but I, I loved didn't love Rocket. it. I loved Rocket Man because oh. of that, because it was so it was different, a different biopic from yeah. the regular biopic format. And I fell asleep watching that one. Like, I loved Walk <laughs> the Line, but I hated Joaquin Phoenix's portrayal of johnny cash he made johnny cash seem stupid and johnny cash Mm. was just from the south but he wasn't stupid by any stretch of the imagination Mm. and yeah i'm i'm glad reese witherspoon is the one that won an oscar for that movie because her portrayal of june carter cash was great and joaquin phoenix made johnny cash seem like an idiot and i hated it the last biopic I really loved was uh, My Name is Dolomite. I really loved it. Oh, that. it was I so good. I so much. It's so good. Holy shit, it, it really was so was. good. Uh, it was. How about Candyman? You excited stoked. for the Candyman Looks remake? Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I'm stoked. I'm stoked. But because I think it's th- they're doing a sequel. It's not really a remake because... Right. Uh, from what I understand, it's Tony Todd playing him again, and it's uh, Vanessa Williams from the first movie is reprising her role in this one. And yeah, it, I, I'm I'm all I'm all for it. I'm excited. I I have not seen that director's previous film, the one that got all the festival attention yet. 
but I, I want to see it. And, you know, I'm glad Jordan Peele didn't write and direct it. Why is that? I'm not a fan of Us. I think Us is, I think I think he in general, like, I still love Get Out. I still think Get Out is Yeah, just Get like Out's great. I mean, classic. He's, but, he's batting 500 so far when it comes to movies. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I hate the, Twilight, the new Twilight Zone, but... You hate it? <laughs> hate it, dude. I think it's, I think... I keep saying this, but there's a reason that Twilight Zone worked best when it was half hour episodes. Like you don't need an oh, hour yeah. for these yeah. stories. Oh well, there's a, yeah, there's I don't a, need anything to be an hour. There's a yeah. season of the original Twilight Zone that's yeah. hour episodes, and it's yeah. not as good. And it's not and exactly, and it's like the ne- the next season right after that they went back to half hour because they knew it didn't yeah. work. And yeah. I liked us because it still made me feel uh, like I had to look over my shoulder when I was leaving the movie theater. <laughs> like I was like a little bit scared. I think it's like two thirds almost masterpiece. And then the third act, I think, is just like, well, this is where it unravels. I don't really remember the third act, so that's probably accurate. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's, don't get me wrong. There's a lot in that movie that I love. But I, I, I my point is Candyman looks great. <laughs> Candyman looks good, and yeah. it takes place in Cabrini Green. Yeah, yeah, Cabrini which Green, which is... I thought all of it had been torn down, but apparently just the towers were torn <laughs> down. The two-story row houses are still standing. Want to know something racist that kids in my high school used to do? Sure, of course. They used to, like, dare each other to drive down to Cabrini Green in the middle of the night. Here's the I, had like... a, I had a guy I picked up in Chicago once uh, take me to their not knowing like knowing where he was going but i didn't know he was sending me there yeah uh, that yeah. is quite a dare though cabri i mean i get that it sounds racist and it kind of is it's like yeah when there's it's, like it's like ooh, go to the scary place that people live yeah it's yeah. like when there's like favela tourism in brazil and uh, shit like uh, that yeah but also cabrini green was terrifying Oh, yeah, definitely yeah. scary stuff goes down in Kirby Green, and I think it's a great place for a horror movie to be set in. Yeah, it was, there is a famous story about a former, I think it was mayor of Chicago, who was like, uh, listen, I'm going to turn this city around. And I'm going to start by moving into an apartment in Cabrini Green just to prove <laughs> how safe it is fucking moved out two weeks later oh yeah for sure it was cabrini green was wild it do not fuck around because chicago has people underestimate the gang problems in chicago like all of the biggest midwest gangs started in chicago and just fanned out from there like the gangster disciples the vice lords latin kings satan disciples yeah they're they're it's such a problem in the midwest and people like mm-hmm. to think of the Midwest as this homogenous thing that's just all white Trump supporters. And no, you'll get yeah. yourself murdered if you go to the wrong part. It's fucking yep. Detroit is in the Midwest. Gary, Indiana. Yeah. Oh, God. There's a show Blech. called Detroiters that I love. It's uh, Tim Armstrong from I Think You Should Tim, Leave. Tim Armstrong from Rancid? Or no, Tim yeah, Robinson. What? Sorry. <laughs> Yeah, no, I know. Tim Robinson from I Think You Should Leave, and also the guy from I Think You Should Leave who hosts all the baby pageants. Yeah, oh. it, Zach. Uh, uh, no, it's Sam. No, not, no it's, yeah, sorry. Sam Richardson, I think. <laughs> that sounds God, right. I'm so terrible with names today. and I'm like brain dead. There's a scene in that show where these hipsters who had just moved to Detroit are like, uh, 
hey, we're going to go to this place. Is it safe? And uh, Tim and Sam are like, oh, of course it's safe. This is just Detroit, not a third world city. And the woman pulls it up on her phone and goes, oh, it's just a 12 minute walk from here. And they both go, do not walk. You will get murdered if you walk. (laughs) And that actually happened to me in Chicago. My dad died when I was very young. And right before he died, he was in a hospital in Chicago. And me and my sister were at the hospital. And we were like, well, the hotel is like 10 minutes from like, it's going to be a very quick walk. We'll just walk. And the nurses were like, do not walk. Yeah. You will die if you (laughs) walk. I'm going to fucking watch Candyman, though. I'm going to watch Candyman for sure. All right. Let's take a quick break, and then we'll be right back. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And we're back. Hey, Andy, <laughs> let's talk about another one of your movies. What do you oh, got? Oh, man. I, okay, speaking of biopics, uh, how about American Underdog, the Kurt Warner story? <laughs> this is going to be so Jesus-y. Oh, my God. So Jesus-y. Oh, because man. Who's Kurt Warner? Okay, so Kurt Warner, who it's went a cool to high story. School, he went to high school in my hometown in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. Uh, He's from Burlington, Iowa. He played arena football for the Iowa Barnstormers. So just Iowa through and through this guy. Um, He he won a Super Bowl with the Rams. He played with the Arizona Cardinals. His whole story is he was working at a high V. Yeah, he was working at a grocery store bagging groceries. Oh. And the Rams, the St. Louis Rams at the time, they're Sorry, back, yeah. back to being the L.A. Rams now. End up drafting him just as like, I think he was just supposed to be the backup or maybe even like a practice squad guy. And the starting quarterback got hurt and Kurt Warner had to come in and God damn, he played really great. And they end up winning a Super Bowl that year. It's Wait. a cool story. So how did he go? I missed the part from how he went from bags to football. He was playing arena league football at the okay. time, but that and they they discovered him because he was needed yeah. because the other that's guy got basically hurt. like having a part time job, like it's yeah. it's professional football but just barely. It's professional air quotes football, right? Yeah, got it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. He, I, got it. Got it. And he's also like you know a, a right wing conservative Christian dickbag. Uh. <laughs> perfect, just the perfect person to glorify. Uh, well, hey, that's yeah. fine because uh, guess who's in this movie? Adam Baldwin, who is also a right wing conservative dickbag piece of shit. Oh, few, few. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's I, how I I know that's where this movie is heading. Oh, yeah. towards it's, God. It's gonna, it's gonna be Jesusy as shit. I just think it's like. Also, like, there's no way they filmed the Iowa stuff in Iowa. Anytime someone films an, an Iowa stuff, they always film in Michigan or someplace. Uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, is anything filmed in Iowa? No, no. <laughs> Field of Dreams. Well, okay, Field of Dreams, yes. And my I think that's fav- it. My favorite movie about collective schizophrenia. 
I love Field of Dreams. So, but, Andy, you wrote it's a football movie and I like football movies. What do you like about football mu- movies? I don't know. I like football, so I like mm, I like movies that'll do about it. Yeah. <laughs> I also think it's like fun when you watch a football movie to see like how well they execute the football scenes. Yeah. Oh, that's funny. Think... Football acting? Football yeah, acting. yeah, it's like when they do boxing scenes in movies too where it's like, okay, there's a whole other layer of detail that they need to like conform to here. How well, are they well, going to make, you know, while sh- while in production for a film? It's like basketball you... basketball movies too. Despite yeah. the that's the thing that is so great about he got game which is a spike lee basketball movie yeah he like paid a lot of attention to the actual basketball being played and made sure to make it look authentic as opposed to the one star just dunking every time he gets the ball which is not how basketball works what would be great is if you didn't like football but you only liked football movies (laughs) I hate football, but I love movies about football. Yes. That's really bizarre. Yeah. <laughs> it would be amazing. I would argue that most NASCAR based movies have been pretty interesting. Oh, really? And I that's could not true, give a, less of a shit about NASCAR or yeah, like see, auto racing movies in general, like Ford versus Ferrari. I know people want to hate that movie because it's all white guys, but God damn, that movie is good. It is really? so that fucking recent good. one. I watched yeah. a recent one that was really good. It Ford was, versus Ferrari was very recent. It was the guy. Uh, I don't know. I should shut up. I don't know. I don't know what it. I don't know who was in it, but it was a guy that looked familiar. That's what I was gonna say. <laughs> guy that looked familiar. <laughs> it was. Um, it was Jimmy Carter. Jimmy Carter yeah, was yeah. in. Uh, yeah, I I don't understand this movie, American Underdog. I don't understand how Anna Paquin and Zachary Levi got attached to it. I think that's hilarious. I think that in the trailer, what's funny is that it's like interviews with them about Kurt Warner's story. Uh, it's gonna. It looks terrible. It that's the whole thing. It's, yeah, uh, this looks terrible, and I can't wait to see it. How about the eyes of Tammy Faye? You can sign me right the fuck up for looks this. So one. fun. Speaking of biopics about conservative Christians. Yeah. Jim Funny. and Tammy Faye Baker were huge when I was a kid. Yeah. Like, oh, I grew yeah. up right in the heart of this. I remember the scandal that brought them down really vividly. And Tammy Faye Baker was such a media sensation mm-hmm. solely because of her makeup. Yeah. Which I mean, you've you've seen the documentary, right? Yeah. 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 Her. I feel like in this trailer they don't even capture how dramatic her makeup was <laughs> no that's the thing is that while watching no. this trailer i was like wow her makeup looks a little downplayed in this which like why not take that opportunity yeah as a filmmaker like wh- maybe it was too distracting i feel like we need to sonic the hedgehog this movie and like complain <laughs> on social media about how her makeup He's isn't so garish mad. enough <laughs> Like, it's not accurate. The fans have spoken. Tammy Faye needs to be fixed. And then just they Honestly, typically go yes. back and they CGI a bunch of makeup on her. And then never go see the movie, just like Sonic <laughs> the Hedgehog. I watched it, I think, traveling or something, like on an airplane, maybe. And uh, that movie was so messy, the Sonic the Hedgehog movie. I actually saw it in theaters. How do you feel about that decision? I, I risked covid to see that 
because Yikes. it would have been like Yikes. January or February. So had I gotten COVID after seeing Sonic the Hedgehog, but I didn't get COVID. I saw Mariah Carey in Vegas on Leap Day, February 29th, and I didn't get COVID. So I think I'm immune. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I was at Universal Studios uh, the week before lockdown happened, and I didn't. So, yeah. Yeah. Karaoke. I did karaoke, (laughs) literally just like mouthing microphones everywhere. Yeah. A couple days before it, when I had already decided I was going to shut the studio down, I recorded an episode of Unpops and the the guest we recorded with, who I'm sorry, I don't even remember his name. He was a one time guest. He walks in and he's hitting a weed vape and was like, anyone want to smoke this? And I was like, yeah. Of course. So I was like sharing vapes a day before <laughs> what? I shut the studio down. Very bad idea. That's fine. Anyway, this movie stars Jessica Chastain, Andrew Garfield, and Vincent D'Onofrio. Those are names I trust. This, yeah. The aesthetic of this movie reminds me of I, Tanya, which... Oh, I agree. Jen, you're so tired. I'm trying to not be. (laughs) (laughs) I went to Vegas this weekend. I'm sorry. That'll do it. Yeah. And it's Wednesday and I'm still tired. Andy, should we talk about Halloween Kills? Oh, God. Okay. Wow, I'm not invited just because I'm tired to talk about it? Yes. Yes. You you take a nap. You take a nap. We'll... I think well, this must- fucking movie looks so ridiculous. I'm awake now. <laughs> yeah, I hated the last Danny McBride Halloween movie so much. Yeah, I I can't. I'm going to try to not go into it too much, but uh, that's one of the most disappointing movies of a long time for me. And I, and I like David Gordon Green as a filmmaker, but he just didn't have it for that. I don't like Blumhouse and business model in general. I, I could go on and on about everything I hated about that movie and, and what, what I find fault with in it. It's terrible on so many levels. And it's hard for me to be objective about a movie like Halloween Kills because it's like, or any Halloween movie for me, it's like I take them all very personally. <laughs> it's like my franchise. And I don't like that this trailer shows the whole movie again. That's the Blumhouse yep. thing. They do that it's in exactly every movie. exactly what I was going to say. Is like, I don't need to see it. I already watched the whole thing. Yeah. That's and, like uh, all the kills that you know are going to be the best kills are in this trailer. Yeah, yeah. And also just, you know, the writing. It's uh, It seems like it's going to be more of the bad writing because you got that whole thing where Jamie Lee Curtis is like, he transcends with every kill. And it's just like, I don't understand. They, these filmmakers always say when they're going to reboot Halloween, they're like, well, we're going to make him simple anymore. He's not going to be a monster or a supernatural creature. He's just going to be a person. And that's scarier. And then they always make him seem they more don't. supernatural. And I this Blumhouse model of like no creative risk and playing it safe creatively, but also playing it safe financially, it's just like, Pick a lane. Like, you got to take big swings on one hand. If you're going to play it safe creatively, put a lot of money into it. Make it a spectacle. Give us something crazy to watch. And if it you're was gonna... so dark. There was like, I was like, what's happening except for gore? There was so much gore in the trailer. I could not believe they put the throat stab in the trailer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so... I was like, Okay. <laughs> that's the part, though, where I'm like, maybe at least it's going to be brutal. Yeah, like, that's true. That could at be At least if they, because it looks a little French New Extremity-ish, little Friday the 13th, mid-80s sequel-ish. And if it if it does that stuff well, I, I, I will like it. 
I just, yeah, you're right. I agree with you. This one looks better, but the last one had a good trailer too. Yeah. Yeah. The trailer for the last one was great. The trailer for the happening was great. (laughs) The trailer, the happening is the stupidest movie in the world. And I love it. Yeah. Well, the happening is great. Just not for the reasons it wants to be great. Oh yeah. No, it's a confused movie. It's a fantastic comedy that was not trying to be funny. And oh, I, I literally have not laughed out loud harder at a movie than when I saw the happening in theaters. And I, I went with a friend of mine. She laughed very hard, too. And the people around us were not impressed. I could write a paper about that movie. <laughs> it's, it's so crazy. It is. I want to watch it today. Um. <laughs> Should we talk about the many saints of Newark? Did he, either sure. of you ever watch The Sopranos? Um, no, but when they uh, said Antonio Soprano, I was like, wait, is this a prequel or a sequel, baby? I don't know. Well, it's a prequel because James That's Gandolfini wasn't. That's what I thought, but I always thought it could be his son. Yeah, he, James Gandolfini wasn't available because he died like a fucking idiot. Oh, what a loser. Yeah. 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 What a I dumbass. The f- I've watched the first season of The Sopranos, and that's it. I've not seen beyond the first season yeah, I've seen the first couple episodes, and I've seen none of it. Yeah, so yeah, I don't, so... I don't give a shit about this. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm gonna see it because like it's a, it's a. I think it's like respect. I'll watch it eventually. Well, the thing about a prequel too, you don't have to have seen The Sopranos to get yeah. a prequel. And I do like that his identical twin son is playing him <laughs> it looks a lot like like him. he could not look more like a young tony soprano uh if he was a young tony soprano which he is so what i was confused about though is isn't the woman who's playing the mom his wife and i was like that's what confused me that's what made me be like oh is this just his son wait what is that is that edie falco yes so and e- that's what fucking confused me. So, what? No. Yes. I don't know. I don't, wait. <laughs> right? And I was like, is it a prequel? I don't fucking know. Edie Falco plays his mom in this? I don't yes. think so. No. Am I wrong? No, that's not it just her. Looks- yeah, I don't oh, okay. think so. My bad. So. I mean, you're, it does look a lot like her. I really thought it was her. It would be crazy if this is a prequel about Tony Soprano's son, who never came up on the series at all. That would be a more exciting movie to me. This kid was chained in the basement the whole series. Hey. <laughs> it's a, yeah, it's a different kid. <laughs> yeah, no, that's uh, that's, My not, bad. that's not her. But uh, it does My look bad. like it's Vera from... Oh, really? Yeah, Vera Farmiga, uh, Lorraine Warren oh, God. is okay. in this. Maybe it's a Conjuring movie. <laughs> <laughs> Irresponsible. Yeah, they they all are. Andy, do you have another movie you want to talk about? Yeah, I want to talk about um, the Green Knight. The Green Knight looks very interesting. Yeah, yeah I. It's funny because I've never seen any of Lowry's other films because Casey Affleck. Like, I didn't see Ghost Story, and I didn't see Ain't Them Bodies Saints because Casey Affleck is a fucking monster, and I don't want to watch anything he's in anymore. Ghost Story was garbage but i i yeah and I, but in them body saints has ben foster and i love ben foster and it looked good but i just i never saw it 
And this director in general, like, has worked with a lot of creeps and abusers, it looks like, which is, like, already, like, maybe he knows, maybe he's a monster, too. I don't know. Maybe I shouldn't say that. Can I I read what Andy actually wrote? Because I love this (laughs) sentence. In general, TBH, he's worked with a lot of creeps and abusers, so that's yuck. (laughs) (laughs) It is is yuck. It's very yuck. yuck. It's very (laughs) yuck. Anytime... Like somebody, it's like if their credits, their IMDb credits are like, wow, they've worked with all these different people, then a lot of them are creeps. It's like it always sends up some red flags for me. Yeah. But also, this looks great. I like, think it, it does depend on did he work with those creeps before it became public knowledge that they were creeps or after? And that's the or thing, did that's they the thing elect that's hard it? to know because, you know, sometimes public knowledge is one thing, but also if you're in their circle, you might know before the public knows correct and i mean i've been in cases where i've associated with people that i didn't know were creeps necessarily so yeah it had like it's not necessarily a sign that this guy is also a but it's when there's that many and it's like you were involved in like very you know birds of a feather key key positions you know yeah yeah directing producing editing like big big credits with with some people that have done some really awful things but whatever maybe you know again i'm not saying he knew or didn't know it's just that's why it's weird like i'm never gonna watch upstream color you know uh but me this looks this looks like a great fantasy film and it looks like a, a grounded fantasy film which we never get and for that reason i'm excited to see it yeah it looks interesting hey let's take a quick break And then we'll be right back. And we are back. Jem, there is a trailer you wanted to talk about. What is it? It's malignant. Oh, man. Because what the fuck happened? What is happening with this movie? It comes out in like four days and there's not even a trailer for it. Yeah, that's a fan-made trailer. Yes. Oh, my God. Okay, that's what I thought. I was like, this trailer, nothing happened in it. Also, there's a typo in it. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah yeah there is there is a big typo it in that says, trailer it says one of the scariest movie ever made <laughs> oh that's right <laughs> which how do you fuck up that detail i went back twice because i was like did i read that wrong <laughs> yeah this movie comes out in september so two months from now roughly and i've seen hbo max advertising it as one of the movies that's coming out and literally the only scene from the movie that i have ever seen in these advertisements or this trailer is a woman laying in bed and some shadowy figure stands up behind her and then it's like malignant james wan's best movie of all time yeah see that's the thing is that i'm like i i you know, I, that's what the Halloween Kills trailer should have done. Like, I mean, obviously they should have been an actual trailer, not fan made and like with no typos. But like, <laughs> all they had to do was give us like that teaser. One that, moment. Yeah, the teaser that was released last year, or you know, maybe an elaboration of that. But like, we don't need the whole movie for something like that. But for it's Malignant, not like it's people like, aren't gonna see a Halloween movie. Ex- exactly, exactly. You yeah. don't need to sell us on it. But Malignant, yeah. it's like I don't know what this is. You might want to clue us in. <laughs> and I still don't have any clue. Like, is this... I was like, okay, we're in the forest. Okay, we're inside. Okay, we're in the forest. Typo. I'm fascinated to, to see if this movie actually comes out in September. Like, how do you not have a trailer yet? 
I don't think no it's sense. an actual movie. I think that this is just well. Like, no, <laughs> here's the other thing. This was supposed to come out last year. It was on the release schedule for last year, and it got pushed back because of COVID. So how is there no fucking trailer? <laughs> what is happening? Yeah, they're a little busy making the scariest movie ever made. I guess. I think what it is is it's just on that day. Uh, a private mercenary army hired and recruited by James Wan like is just going to creep into everyone's home and murder them. Cute. That'd be fine. <laughs> yeah. N- That'd be fine. Night of the Wan Knives. Oh. Okay. <laughs> hey, hey. That's a Nazi reference. Hey now. <laughs> Uh, what should we, what should, what should we, is there anything on the list anyone wants to talk about? James Bond, James Bond. I love a James Bond movie. I'm going to go see this in theaters. I watch, I see every James Bond movie in theaters. I've loved James Bond since I was a child. I've loved every James Bond, Pierce Brosnan, Roger Moore, that one fucking guy, all of them. My favorite's Dalton. I I know. That's who I meant. Timothy Timothy, Timothy Dalton is my favorite Bond. I remember when Timothy Dalton got it and everyone wanted it to be Pierce Brosnan. Yeah. Because yeah. Pierce Brosnan had Remington Steel. Yeah, Remington yeah. Steel was on TV and Pierce Brosnan seemed to make the most sense. And then people mm. were like, who the fuck is Timothy Dalton? Yeah, it's interesting. I, I wonder if there's like a book or something about all the almost Bonds because we almost had Rupert Everett. Well, I think we there's a documentary about it, I believe. Clive Owen. Yeah, probably. I wouldn't, yeah. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, uh, I like Dalton. I, I, I'm like you. I see every Bond movie in the theater. I dislike half of them, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, fall asleep, usually. Yeah, I, di- I really didn't like the last two, but I also did like Quantum of Solace, and nobody liked that but me. Um, I'll see this. It looks whatever. Yeah, I've, I've at least sort of liked every James Bond movie I've ever seen. I just they're formulaic, and yeah. you know what you're gonna get. Yeah, it's like watching Law yeah. and Order. Like there's so many of them, and they're all <laughs> basically <laughs> the same thing. The theme song's a bop. I I yeah, always <laughs> every time with the James Bond movies. Yeah, I mean a lot of those theme songs are better than the movies. Golden Eye. Yes. Woo. Yeah, that Golden Tina Eye's Turner theme yeah, song rips. Yeah, that's a really good one. I think it'll be fun to see in theaters. Yeah. Super high. I'll see it in theaters. Lots of mm-hmm. star power in the cast. Rami Malek is on hand to do that thing where he looks like his feelings are hurt. And <laughs> that's what passes for acting with him. Yeah. Uh, who do we think is going to be the next James Bond? I, I, I was excited for Idris Elba, and it seems like that's not going to be the thing now. I think it's time for we finally it's time. Look, we've made enough progress with the, you know, that it be a white guy Straight from white the United men. States. <laughs> yeah, I, for finally, England, I think it's time. It's time to for make white James dudes Bond from America to white, get some an American, chances. An American white man. <laughs> I want to be diversity. a fat guy. Representation. I want it to be a fat guy. <laughs> I think it should be Sonic. <laughs> fat James it, Bond. I think it should be Sonic the Hedgehog. Should be our next James Bond. Fat Sonic the Hedgehog as James Bond. <laughs> <laughs> that would be great. I would like yeah, that. I would love a fat. I would love a fat James Bond. <laughs> Me too. I really think it would be awesome. James Corden should be the next <laughs> James Bond. Yeah. No. Which that would only be the if he's first... also playing someone who's gay. That would be the only time I would like James Corden. No, that I was going to say that would be the only time I wouldn't go see a James Bond movie. <laughs> <laughs> James Corden drives me nuts. 
should we talk about Ghostbusters Afterlife? Yes. Yeah. This was. Uh, what if we said no? <laughs> I guess we would have just moved on. I listened to the the guests. No, but I um am really excited about it. Did you just hold mic. a second mic up to your mouth? Why are you doing that? <laughs> I didn't mean to. It's just on my desk. Oh, okay. Why are you doing that? <laughs> what is wrong with you? I didn't mean that to be the subtext of it. A uh, visual gag for no one. <laughs> Ghostbusters were like, I thought you were going to switch mics and then like start walking around the room. It was a ghost, guys. Ghostbusters, Ghostbusters. Afterlife. This is like sort of scary Ghostbusters. Well, the first movie was sort of scary in some ways if you were a kid. Yeah, but it I was, don't need yeah. Finn Wolfhard to be in anything else. He's I'll so say that. he's so young. Why is he? Why he's not in that much stuff? Is he? He's in so much stuff. Uh, yeah, he well, he was in it. He was in. He's not even a kid anymore. <laughs> I don't know. I, I I like this. I think it looks good. Uh, was I mean, it's a Ghostbusters movie, so what am I going to do? Not see it? Uh, yeah, I'm definitely going to see it. And also, I like Finn Wolfhard. I just was like, can we <laughs> get no? I'm just tired of you know. My plight is constantly being tired of seeing the same people. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm with you. I I'm I like that Paul Rudd is in this, but I wish he was in Halloween Kills. Like I'm still, <laughs> it's still going to bug me when Recast I see it. Andy. Even if Halloween Kills is good, I'm still going to be like, man, Paul Rudd should have played Tommy Doyle, not Anthony Michael Hall. Paul Rudd is legitimately one of my favorite actors. I love him. I love him. He's my old roommates and I in Chicago used to play a drinking game called Paul Rudd can do no wrong. And every time Paul Rudd can do no wrong, you drink and you'll black out. Yeah. You will black out. Yeah. He can never do any wrong. <laughs> yeah, he's he's so good in everything. Like, I've never seen Paul Rudd in something and been like, oh, man, I wish that was someone else. Yeah, and yeah, the thing no, is, absolutely. he's like Tom Cruise. He's just him in every movie, but it just, I, it works. I'd argue he's more like Tom Hanks. Because he's yeah. him in every movie, but he's mm. also likable in every movie. Right. And yes. You don't think he drinks the blood of children to and stay not, young. Yeah. yeah, not a Scientologist. Yeah, Tom, Although he also doesn't age, but it feels more like a good energy instead of whatever Tom Cruise right. is doing. Instead of eating yeah, like maybe the, he just has good skincare. Instead of eating the adrenal glands of traumatized children. Yeah, like which Tom is Cruise definitely does. what Tom Cruise is doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Finn Wolfhard Yikes. is in a pretty decent band. They're called the Aubreys. Oh, really? Oh. They were, they had a... Good to know. He was in a horror movie called The Turning, which Ugh. I haven't seen and I already know it's terrible. But the soundtrack for The Turning is actually really, really good. Huh. It's mostly uh, female-led indie rock bands, but Courtney Love has a really good song on it, and... uh Finn Wolfhard's band, because he's one of the stars of the movie, has a couple songs on the soundtrack also. And uh, it's a good soundtrack for a god-awful movie. <laughs> I think I actually put it on my list of best albums of the year, the year it came really? out. Yeah. Wow. Okay. It's a good soundtrack. All right. I think right. they were trying to do that thing where soundtracks used to matter. Oh man, yeah! Remember when soundtracks were good? And that it wasn't really just all the same five classic rock songs. Yeah, that yeah. that really only works if the movie's good too. Mm. I, you I gotta have everything be good. I don't know. Spawn has a pretty great soundtrack, and yeah. that movie is pretty terrible. There's a terrible movie from the '90s called Jersey Drive that has one of the best 
rap music soundtracks of all time. Hmm. Really good. Uh, Andy, do you have another movie? There's a bunch of them. I want to talk about Antlers, though. Yeah, let's Ooh, talk yeah. about Antlers. Uh, that was my that was one of my most anticipated movies last year, and then it got you know moved pushed. Yeah, uh, I, I I it just it looks great. It looks like it's one of those trailers that it's just this is this is a perfect way to sell me on your horror movie. It's yeah, show it looks me a scary. little bit of the threat, hint yep. at what it is, show me the the context, but don't don't connect any dots in the trailer for me. And yeah. th- that's what they do here, and it, I just think it looks great. I love fucking Carrie Russell. I love Jesse Plemons. Yeah. Carrie and Russell is it's not Finn Wolfhard. Great. Yeah, exactly. It's a kid who's not in Stranger Things. Yeah. <laughs> Ever since The Americans, I'll watch anything Carrie Russell's in because The Americans is Dude. legitimately one of the best. I haven't seen it. It's so good. It's one of the best television shows. It's oh, okay. so, so great. Oh, my God. All right. All right. Sold. Uh, so I love, yeah, I love Carrie Russell. Jesse Plemons is great. This looks very creepy i'm kind of over haunted kid movies which kind of seems like what this is going to be but a lot of star power in it i'll still watch it i don't think the kid is haunted i think the kid is taking care of the monster Uh, yeah yeah i mean i know what you mean though like sometimes the precocious kid horror stuff gets a little oh yeah like the kid who knows too much Mm -hmm. is kind of tropey yeah but uh yeah i just think this looks great it's it's got and again it could be bad but i'm excited to see it i'm really looking forward to it and it's got a lot of uh black coat's daughter vibes and i fucking Mm -hmm. loved that movie Mm -hmm. did you see did you see gretel and hansel no no that's so that's oz perkins's movie that came out two years ago now oh gosh it's on Hulu, though. Was it two years? No, it was last year. It was the beginning of last year. Yeah. Because I was trying to see a Halloween Kills screening, and they wouldn't let me in, so I went to see that instead. It's so good. It's I love it. I will check that I out. I love it. Yeah, I love anything Oz Perkins does. I'm excited about. It looks scary, and I'm excited about it. It, like, really... You, I love the amount that we don't know from this trailer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 fuck yeah, oh, fuck yeah. yeah. Should we talk about Dune? Yeah, what what about? Do we have to Dune? Are we, I mean, the last it looks so long. Oh yeah, it's it's gonna be two hours and forty three minutes. I'm sure. Because wasn't the last attempt at Dune pretty long? Yeah, yeah. I the so. the Lynch, which you can't put staying in a cod piece for that long huh. and expect people to stick with it uh i don't i don't remember it i i saw it in high school haven't seen it since yeah it wasn't great i never read the book i've read, I the, never book. read the book either the book's very good the book is very good but isn't it kind of about giant worms there's <laughs> there's some of that in there well, i mean it's it's it's, it's a little it's, more than that <laughs> I mean, it's your your oppression allegory, right? It's your standard oh. science fiction fantasy space opera. Like, you are know... they oppressed by the worms? <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. Let's focus on these worms. Uh, worm oppression. Uh, I don't know. I don't like. I'm not a. I can take or leave Denny Villeneuve um, as a filmmaker. I liked Sicario. I guess I still haven't seen Prisoners, and everyone says that's the really good one. 
I really yeah, did I not like that. Arrival. I really couldn't stand Arrival for the most part. But this, I'm just, I'm kind of tired of the like muted sci-fi dystopia thing. Like everything's all beige. Oh. Everything's gray and beige and and Nolanified. And I'm just kind of like, I agree. When I was watching the trailer, I was like, this feels like they want to be Star Wars. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I I think that was the sense people got the last time there was a Dune movie mm-hmm. because that came out in like 84 or 85, so that was like yeah. 5 or 6 years after Star Wars first came out. So I do like Zendaya. Zendaya's great. I I first became familiar with Zendaya, of course, like everyone else on Dancing with the Stars. Uh What? Yeah, she was on Dancing with the Stars a long time ago. But uh, yeah, she's great. It seems like a good cast. I just, yeah. I don't know. The last one sucked. And some some properties just cannot be made into good films. It seems too fucking long. Yeah. There's a really crazy uh, terrorism incident that happened. I don't even remember where I'm missing all of my facts here, but they've tried to make it into a movie like four different times. Yeah. And it's one of the most fascinating stories. And every time they try to make it a movie, it fucking sucks. And they just tried again like a couple years ago yeah. and it blew. Well, blew. It's, it's, yeah, that's the famous Jodorowsky Dune. Like there's yeah. even a documentary about it and you know, it's almost like Gilliam's Man of La Mancha stuff, uh, where it's just like, it's not like we should just give up on this. Yeah, it doesn't feel like an important cause to keep trying it. Yeah, but I don't know. I'll see it. I'm going to see it. <clears throat> yeah. It's, you know, it's I'm de- going to see it and I'm going to for sure fall asleep. It's definitely one of those movies that everyone's going to be talking about. So if I don't see it like early on, I'm going to become very resentful toward it. Yeah, right. that's smart. You got to see it. Yeah, see it. Yeah. How do we feel about last night in Soho? I don't. I don't know how to feel about it. I don't it. know yeah. what it's about. I liked Baby Driver, which is the last Edgar Wright movie I remember. Uh, God, I feel like I'm just gonna poo-poo everything. I'm like, I'm not a fan of this or that. I didn't like Baby Driver. I I don't really remember a lot about it. Had a great soundtrack. The soundtrack mm. is incredible. The soundtrack is incredible. Yeah. And I still like Edgar Wright. Like, I still love Shaun of the Dead, Hot Fuzz, and World's End. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I kind of like Scott Pilgrim. In this movie, is she traveling in back in time in her dreams? I couldn't tell. It's definitely a time travel movie. She goes back in time and all of a sudden looks like Emma Stone. I had to look it up but and I make feel sure like that it's wasn't. Like, that's, that's not, it's Anya, it's Anya Taylor-Joy, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I feel like it's a ghost movie that makes you think it's a time travel movie. Yeah, maybe. It's yeah. a very because, confusing trailer. It looks yeah. good. Yeah, it's one of those things that like, like Groundhog Day or... Um, why is that the only field of dreams or frequency where it's like, it seems like a high concept sort of almost twilight zone premise that mm-hmm. they've stretched into a feature film. And sometimes like I'm a real big fan of those kinds of movies when they're done right. There's a lot of movies that are, that, that have done stuff like that. And it's, I'm kind of excited to see Edgar Wright tackle an idea that is at least seemingly is that kind of an idea. Yeah. It looks interesting. And at the very least it's lit. Well, <laughs> yeah, it looks, yeah, yeah, his movies usually are. Baby Driver yeah. is a very pretty movie. Yes. It looks great. I'll go see it. What should we talk about last? Oh, shit. Were we already at the end? Matrix 4. 
Yeah, there's no <laughs> there's, trailer there's no for this. There's no trailer yet. I just put that on there because, like, I don't know. It's allegedly uh, coming also out, looks though. good. The King. Venom, I, God, I'm so excited for Venom. It looks fun. Re- I didn't like the last Venom movie. The, I didn't the, see it. The last one is, it's not good, but I saw it in a theater during a comedy festival with a bunch of other comics, and it was so much fun to watch that way. Yeah, and I bet. I, I, I'm just, I'm really excited to go to see this it's the first one is one of those things where if it had just leaned a little more in the direction of being ridiculous it would have been a lot better because it's uh, there's so much ridiculousness in it well yeah his voice is his voice wore me the fuck out in that movie (laughs) like i could not i could not take any of it seriously the scene when he gets in the lobster tank with the it's hilarious yeah like if they had just done more of that kind of like really genuinely weird kind of stuff and it looks like this one might maybe do that so i don't i don't know yeah i'm just like look it's woody harrelson and fucking Gollum directed it sure i'm gonna see this what about the (laughs) what about the king's man I've, that looks Kingsman. that looks good. I've liked all the Kingsman movies so far. Yeah, I, there's stuff I really don't like about both of them. I, especially the first one, kind of I get like some kind of misogynist vibes from it. But that man, the the free bird scene in the church is Oof. just breathtaking. That is and one of the best movie scenes. Yeah. of all time. Yeah, it's. it's I haven't great. seen it. You haven't seen the it's first great. Kingsman movie. Uh-uh. Should I watch it today? Oh, yeah. Yeah, you should watch that free bird scene in the church. Yeah, it's incredible. Holy shit. Free bird! And this one does look fun, and it's got a cast I like. Um, it, it just looks... this Between this and Snake Eyes, I am, like, stoked for some of the action stuff we've got well, coming the, our way. The first G.I. Joe movie was shockingly good. I mean, it was better. The second one, I thought, was the one that was like, Retaliation was the yeah. one that was like, holy shit, this one's great. Yeah. I, but the, the first one was better than it had any right to be. Yeah, for a I lot think of they've reasons. both been very good. Um, and this one looks great. I mean, Andrew Koji is playing Storm Shadow, and I fucking love him on that show, Warrior. Yeah, he's great. Uh, between this and Shang-Chi, as far as like big budget intellectual property martial arts movies coming out this summer or this year i'm more excited for this than i am for shang chi yeah and and i'm really excited to like this and kingsman it's like oh yes gimme 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 lots of set pieces lots of lots of high high octane adrenaline stuff snake eyes looks really fun yeah very fun very i love fight i love fight i love fight (laughs) Yeah. Oh, in the James Bond movie, like, yeah, we got a lot yeah. of, I think, action stuff coming out that looks genuinely fun. Yeah, it's gonna be a good time getting back to the movies. To the movies. Has everyone's been back to the movies since since yes. COVID ended? Correct. Yes, I saw Cruella. I saw Spiral from the Book of Saw. Oh, I've seen a bunch of movies. I saw. It's Sp- the only one I saw. Spiral. I saw okay. In the Earth. I saw oh, Cruella. Yeah. I, I still s- haven't seen In the Earth because of how you took it. It's very bad. I don't like it at all. Uh, I saw The Purge. The la- Oh, what was that like? Oh, The Purge is great. Every pur- I love every Purge movie so much. I, Did I, you like Cruella? One of my favorite movie franchises. I liked Cruella. I saw Black Widow, and I thought it was fine, but I was also very- I bet t- it is very fine. I was very tired, but the thing is, the movie didn't help. It, yeah, I, I am so tired of Scarlett Johansson existing. I'm yeah. just kind of tired of Marvel right now. 
I'm, yeah. I didn't think I was going to hit this superhero fatigue shit, but I did. And well, it's, it's all the series that are coming out too. Yeah. Are you yeah. guys watching Loki? Uh, no, yes. I haven't watched any it's, of them. It's, it's Loki is pretty. Loki's very pretty. The production design, art direction, and wardrobe are fantastic. The score is fantastic. It's wow. Doctor Who. Wow, is that some bad writing? Yeah. Mm. Yes. When it's, they're not even doing the interesting Doctor Who thing. They're no, doing, like, I was the like, why is any Who. of the? No, I think it's so poorly it's written. So I feel like the writing it's is very slapped together. The directing is lazy. The, none of it's challenging. And I that's feel like I should just watch Doctor Who whenever I watch it. Oh, I, exa- yeah, exactly. I hate Doctor Who so much. Oh, then you will fucking hate Loki because mm. it is a bad Doctor Who. Yeah. It's like if Doctor Who had no life in it. Yes. But better um, production quality, fun. I'm assuming. Owen Wilson is fun, but again, I never need to see him again and it would be fine. <laughs> mm. I'm so serious. I'm so I, tired I, of all these I actors. I always like looking at him. Yeah. That knows. <laughs> I just, I want new people casting yeah. things. I'm just tired of seeing the same people. I like, I know they exist and they're good at something. So are a lot of other people. Yeah. No, I, I disagree. I think I only like, I, I like, think only a small handful of people in this world are good at things. <laughs> so. I feel like we and should, we need to see them till we die. When you right. hit a certain level, earnings wise, as an actor, it should be like, okay, you're rotated out for five years. Yeah, you like, should be done. <laughs> like these other people, they're gonna get those chances now because you're good. You're set. You're taken care of. You've got you multiple can, you houses. Go do a passion you're project. Fine. Go do yeah. theater somewhere or something. Like yes, you're fine. You have the money. Yeah, <laughs> and you yeah. think you'd want to kind of do that? But... Oh yeah, I mean, dude, if I if I had that kind the kind of money some of those fuckers have as like an actor as like a celebrity actor, I would be like, all right, I can survive without anything now i'm just gonna go do some fun dumb weird shit that doesn't mean anything i'm gonna be i'm gonna go redistribute well i'm gonna be honest i would be like you know what this is enough money i'm just not gonna work anymore yeah yeah i'm gonna yes like i would pursue i would bury sanders that shit and be like (laughs) hey i feel like i've hit my peak so long i'm a painter now yeah i'm not good it's for fun i play video (laughs) games now not for a living it's just all I do. Yep. That's that's the future I want. And that's what Owen Wilson should be doing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but to be fair to Owen Wilson, he doesn't do that much anymore. Like, he does the, you know, the, something true. we didn't he talk just... about is the new Wes Anderson movie, uh, French Dispatch. Like, he does he does Wes Anderson movies, and, and then he... occasionally something like this, but not much. That's why I respect guys like Viggo Mortensen, too, because it's like, you know, he made all that Lord of the Rings money, so now he just works with Cronenberg when he wants to. And, and he like writes poetry or whatever. Owen Wilson also survived a suicide attempt. So once yeah, that fair. happens, it makes it hard for me to be like, <laughs> fuck that guy. Go somewhere. And <laughs> I die. don't feel fuck that guy about him at all. I just want to see you, new actors. You want to see new new faces. I get it for yeah. sure. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, I just do. I Sorry, Owen Wilson. That. I still love you. All right. I think that's an episode. Is it? We have wow. we have mapped out the audience's entire summer movie viewing. <laughs> so yeah. just watch these movies in order. Don't watch anything else. If you do watch something else and you enjoyed it, don't you fucking tell us. Too bad. I don't want Too to bad. hear about it. You keep that to yourself. Yeah. You know what that is? That's yuck. a secret. It's your dirty secret. Yeah, that's that's yuck, TBH. <laughs> that's yuck. Yeah, you put that in your diary and fucking miss us with it. <laughs> Dear Diary, today I saw a movie that Unpops didn't talk about. (laughs) (laughs) Historians will know what you meant. (laughs) 
Uh, do we have anything to plug before we get out of here, Jen? I got shows, but you can just check my Instagram for that. I post about them all the time. Um, I've got Chirp and Turf on the 12th of August. That's the one I remember. Andy! I have no shows. Um, I'm very disillusioned with the state of comedy in general, so I'm not sure if I'm even going to try to come back to it. Um, Me and Andy might do some shows in the Iowa and or Minnesota area in September. Oh, yeah, I forgot. Yeah, there's that possibly, yeah. Uh, Fine. <laughs> Yeah, be on the lookout for shows that, that, what is it, late September? Check out me and Andy doing Andy's last shows in September. <laughs> Andy might just hate the comedy scene too much. And here's God, the thing. I really do. I, I might do also. Difficult. Yeah, it's just, look, it's really gross. There's no accountability. There's so many, like, funny over everything dipshits working with genuine, legit monsters and enabling yep. toxic behavior fucking all over the place. And nobody, like... Nobody has a spine. Everyone's an opportunist. It's disgusting. It's really painful. And if you stick up for yourself, um, people will continue to not book you. And that is my experience. Yep. (laughs) If you ever stand up for yourself, ever. We need to to get the outlaw comedy scene started. Yeah, uh, it's hard. What space? Like, there's no space. Yeah, that's the problem. Is that I keep <laughs> even out here in Minneapolis. I'm like, man, where can I go? Oh, all these venues are run by shitheads. Great. Yep. Yeah, there's no spaces that aren't run by rapists. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Sorry. Bleep it. <laughs> Spacists. Bassists. I'm tired huh? of these bassists running all the comedy. Yeah, I yeah. meant bassists. Those are so space running rapists spacists oh, oh I, th- I, thought you, I thought you meant bassists i did not say bassists like, yeah, i don't know why I, I thought you said bassists so i said bassist oh uh, yeah no that there was no reason i would have said bassist i think we covered that i'm not really thinking great today it's fine basically have a backyard show and we'll come do it because we don't like comedy people <laughs> yeah i did think I of just... trying to book like a backyard tour yeah i think that would be fucking tight hey if you want me just... to come perform in your backyard with other unpops hosts i'll do it reach out i'll do it too reach out yeah. let me know we've I'll, done it before I'll, I'll go to minnesota i mean i'm in minnesota i'll go to iowa i'll go to wisconsin i don't know that i'll go to south dakota um, oh you will i'll go oh, to what about I, illinois? i'll go to south dakota i'll go to illinois i'll go get especially quad cities get out of here quad cities i'll do quad cities in a heartbeat well, do, yeah, a send a, if you want us to do a show in your backyard, uh, hit us up and also tell us why you think it would work. <laughs> tell us, <laughs> give us a good pitch. Yeah, just having a backyard's not going to be enough. But uh, you got to have friends, too. Yeah, <laughs> we'll figure Look, it out. I don't, I don't care if it's just me and two people. I'll come. I'll come. I, all I require is a backyard. But if you. If oh, OK. You know, well, I don't want to go me. broke doing it is the whole thing. Thing. Yeah, it's nice to yeah. be able to oh, like well, we, profit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah we yeah, could yeah, sell yeah, tickets. Yeah. Oh, we'll Let sell tickets. We We're sell selling tickets. tickets. All right, oh, we'll sell it. Uh, anyway, look good for the boys. A horror gossip podcast. <laughs> yeah, I knew we were still in the midst of your plugs. Go on. We just started our month-long Friday the 13th celebration with our Hot or Not Alive for the Friday the 13th series. That's right. We are ranking all of Jason's victims according to hotness. <laughs> I love that. And uh, Ghoul School has some more episodes coming, I promise. I know I keep saying that and I don't deliver, but it, it is it is they are on the way. Who is the podcast with? 
my friend Philip Johnson. Cool. He's uh he's not a comic. He's a love he's, that he's, for him. he's a real human. He's an actual person. Weird. Love that. <laughs> yeah, very weird. Uh I don't uh, patreon.com slash unpops, unpopsnetwork.supercast.tech. I'm gonna yeah, start, come listen to the podcast that we're all on. I'm gonna start putting some of the the Patreon only episodes up in the this here free unpops feed. So you can, so you can just hear what what we're doing over on the subscription side of things. There's so much. If you subscribe to just the bonus episodes of this podcast, you get between s- I think it's like 7 or 8 bonus episodes a month. Wow. That's a lot. Plus ad-free episodes of this podcast. So, uh be on the lookout for that. Hopefully it will entice more people to subscribe. And if it doesn't, hey, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, I think that's it. Let's get out of here. Jen, say goodbye. Bye-bye. Andy, <laughs> say goodbye. T-T-F-N. <laughs> what? Ta-ta for now, he said. Ta-ta for now. Oh, okay. T-T-F-N, that's an old one, baby. I'm not up Bye, on the luck. internet lingo. I've never used the internet. I mean, it's the past internet lingo. <laughs> uh, goodbye, everybody. We love you. Bye.